Hello and welcome to Soul Family Chat, where we envision new possibilities for a new earth. I'm Guy Harvey, your host. And if you'd like to be notified of future shows, uh, please hit the subscribe button below and check the notification bell that's down there. And it's my great pleasure to welcome uh, Richard Farmer. Uh, welcome, Richard. Hi, Guy. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, Richard was born and raised in Chicago, which is not too far from where I am. And he travels all over the world. And he is the host of a spiritual self-growth uh, podcast called Sunday Sessions with Rich, which is available on all streaming platforms. And he's a writer and he's currently working on his uh, first book. And he describes his purpose as assisting the collective and being the best version of himself that he can be. Well, Rich, it's great to have you here. Uh, Thank what's you. The, what's, uh, yeah, what's, what's the title of your, the book you're working on? It's called The Book of Why. I was um, tripping on mushrooms with uh, my girlfriend. What, Chelsea? You know Chelsea. I was tripping on uh, mushrooms with Chelsea, I think, like two years ago. Um, and just downloaded the name of the book. And then I wrote it down in my little notes. And then I had a, um, came across a, um, how would you describe her? Kind of like a medium, a channeler. Mm -hmm. She was telling me, you know, it's time for you to start your book. And I just, I just started like just writing on it. But the book is just, it's like a, a ton of shadow work, um, a blueprint to wake up in this lifetime and just a little, um, little tools to, to have you become your best self and just be the creator of your reality ultimately. One, wonderful. How would you describe shadow work and put you on the spot there? It's a, it's a, it's a concept that we, that we hear, <laughs> hear a lot batted yeah. around in uh, 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 new age circles. And... So I could say shadow work is just basically doing the inner healing. So the um, traumatic, well, some things are traumatic, other things are not. Just the, um, the issues you went through as a child, you know, being, for me, it's how I grew up with my, my, my parents, my mom and dad, and the issues and challenges that that imprinted in my you know psyche and you know my wounded inner child and all that stuff plays into your adulthood so the relationships that you entertain and how you are in this as this current character has a great deal to do with how you were raised and the and the, the things you didn't address as a child because you didn't know so it's just going within having those inner wounds understanding what triggers you why um and just doing the work so because at that point, you can't make excuses. You can't say, oh, I got mommy and daddy issues. You're, you're, you're grown up now. You got to gotta heal and, and do the work. Absolutely. I don't accept that from anybody that's uh, <sighs> over, over 40, for example, if they say it's my mom and my dad. I say, well, mm -hmm. uh, you've had a little time to work on it now. Uh, can you tell me a little, just, just a little bit about, just as an introduction, a little bit about your life journey, mm -hmm. just kind of, you, you grew up yeah. in Chicago and just kind of mm -hmm. how you got from there to here? Yeah, so born and raised in Chicago. Um, my father passed when I was 12. So that was kind of like the um, the catalyst into now what I say this out loud, I guess like the beginning of my um, spiritual awakening um, and went to college, um, dropped out my senior, my, my last semester of my senior year. Um, I was going through a deep depression and during a deep depression, I was having a um, 
I guess was like the catalyst to my next spiritual awakening. Because you always have an awakening. It's not you have one. So you can have a you're gonna have a ton of awakenings throughout your entire lifetime, is what I'm realizing now. So the next part of my awakening was happening in college. Um, going through a deep depression, didn't know who I was, things didn't make sense. Just just really trying to find myself, to be honest. Um, and then I just came into the idea of like, wow, we are the universe. So once you kind of um, wake up and remember who you are, you just start, your reality starts to mimic because everything is perception at this point. So um, I'm starting, to, I was starting to see angel numbers everywhere and I'm coming across YouTube channels that's telling me like, you're not alone if you know, you're, you're not crazy, you know, and um, just went down that rabbit hole and then it's, it's, it's really levels to this. So you have your spiritual awakening. You, you remember who you are as a, you know, as a universe. And then you, you're like, shoot, okay, I actually create this reality. So that took a while to um, wrap my head around because you need solid proof. Like the mind needs solid proof before we believe anything is true. So I understood that I can create my reality, but it was like, to what extent? So uh, what, what kind of, can you tell me what age yeah. that was when this you, was okay so uh, i think it was like 23 i want to say 23 when i um when things started popping off for me so yeah around 23 is when i started really started diving heavy into this journey into this um i would i don't want to say lifestyle that's the wrong choice of word just this journey of self i consider life a journey of self at this point so that's when i really fully tap into the journey of self so yeah i was 23 i was 23 Wow. Wow. And, and then you started, you started looking for information to try and understand your experience. Yeah. So I just got on YouTube and I just typed in like spiritual awakening. It was just one lady. I can't think of her name right now, but she had a ton of videos, you know, are you seeing, are you seeing these repeated numbers everywhere? Um, have you noticed that you've been lied to by society, by news, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. So you just dive deep into those and you don't feel alone. So you, then I started tweeting about spirituality and then you kind of attract your tribe, if you will, because you're now you're that vibrational match. So now your reality is shaping, shaping what you're, you're, you're vibrating off. So then I, that's when I really started using Twitter heavy. I was always tweeting before, but it was just silly young man, bull crap, just tweeting just a tweet you're full of ego and i was like when i read back on certain tweets i cringe like Ugh. but that was the old version of myself so you gotta you gotta make peace and love where you are but yeah i started using twitter heavy and found my tribe and um yeah just um just been just been kind of cruising ever since then uh, Twitter uh, is is kind of an interesting phenomena, uh, and if we can say that we can call it yeah. spiritual Twitter, I mean I don't really like that term, but spiritual or awakening Twitter and astro Twitter, it's kind of like a niche within Twitter. People yeah. don't really understand it, and I got a lot out of it. Actually, uh, mm -hmm. helped me with uh, understanding many things and going to different levels, and just meeting just amazing. Uh, amazing people like you say uh, that's you how form, we met yeah yeah and, and and you form your from your tribe was there anybody on there that uh that you particularly remember that uh, had a big influence on you yeah so uh it's this amazing guy named inner practitioner um mm -hmm. 
his 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 account always always triggered me but in a good way it was never like a defensive trigger it was it was always like wow i did not know this um who else inner practitioner uh who else who else it's, it's a ton of people i can't think of the top of my head but it's a, it's a select few um it's this account called the oracle girl i hope mm -hmm. saying her and a few others just like um yeah, certain it's called uh, Mahadevi. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, certain it's accounts. Great, it's a great account. Certain accounts just because you can you can you can pick up on energy on on Twitter as well, and you can tell you know people who are not in alignment with you and others who aren't. So uh, people like those two or some uh, some of the two that I've been following for years that I just felt it's kind of like a what you need to help navigate during you know during this this time and during this reality so those two for sure but twitter in a whole is just a um just amazing place man you just meet so many like-minded people and all of my guests on the show are from twitter at this point so I'm, I'm i'm grateful for 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 that platform for sure you, you mentioned uh, that you, know, you had this experience you know, i am the universe and so you're talking about like a what people might call a spiritual awakening, mm -hmm. but you also you were mentioning the YouTube video, and they're saying, "Oh, are you are you realizing you've been lied to?" Mm -hmm. In your mind, is there a distinction between kind of spiritual awakening and say political conspiracy type awakening, or do you think they're both See, the same thing, or are uh, one one's a manifestation of the other? Bro, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. So. I've been so okay where I'm at right now in my journey because I'm, I'm searching for new knowledge now like I'm, I'm a bit bored with current things so I've been dabbling to conspiracy Twitter and a coat Twitter a lot recently because I'm a seeker of knowledge and I want to understand everything right I might not agree with certain things but then other people might not agree with my my perspective so um it all we're all talking about the same stuff. So for example, somebody, so on conspiracy Twitter, they can say something that happened in the news was just, you know, fake or it was set up that way, right? And then from, a, I guess, a spiritual perspective, one can say it happened to trigger or wake up somebody, both serving the same purpose but it's orchestrated in a different way. We're all talking about the same things, um, but it's all in a different way. So it's similar, similar to religion. Like all religion is ultimately talking about the same thing at its core, but it's being described in a different way. So that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I'm still, like, for example, I have a ton of conspiracy um, theorists on the show as well. And I don't, I don't judge anybody. I just want to understand like why you, you know, what's the root? Cause there's a message in everything. So I'm just curious to like, just to learn new information and take nicks and tip. But we all saying the same thing. We're literally all saying the same thing. Sure. Uh, you are close to, have you, you're close to having done a uh, hundred podcasts, I believe. Yeah, I'm on like eight today. I'm dropping. So today's episode um it's episode 85 i'm doing a guided meditation um so i'm doing something different and yeah honestly because i remember you i think I, that was probably like 20 episodes ago you was just like you had you had either messaged me or tweeted but it was basically like you know wow you you know this many episodes and honestly it just goes by after a while um when i first started i drop every episodes every sunday 
and it doesn't feel like a chore. So when, when you when you're doing something that doesn't feel like a chore, it's a passion, and you're using this as a um um well, my purpose with creating the, the Sunday sessions with the rich was to create a uh positive news station, if you will. So we got enough negative stuff in the media. I want to create a platform and an outlet where people can come to to remind them of the divinity. So after certain episodes, you just you keep falling more in love with it and you realize this, you know, it's kind of I feel like now it's just my duty to keep this thing going. And we look up and we're on episode 85. I still don't know how we got this far, but people find me interesting still. So I'm, uh, I'm grateful. I'm really impressed with your consistency and just your follow through that you, you just keep doing it every Sunday. And it reminds me of uh, a story that, that, that I love to share about the, uh, the Chinese bamboo, that um, Chinese bamboo, you have to keep watering it um, every week for, uh, for several years. I think it's like four years, nothing happens. <laughs> Something's yep. in the ground and you're pouring water on it and you don't, you don't see anything. And then I think it's in the fourth year, uh, Somebody can correct me in the comments if it's the fifth year or the third year. It doesn't matter really. Uh, but after some time, then it grows like 50 feet in, yeah. in, in, in six weeks. Um, but you can't get to that phenomenal growth without doing this every day or every week, every this, this consistency. And I think uh, you being regular with your, your podcast is a great example of this. And I'm sure you know, many great things will will uh, come out of this. Uh, there's a gentleman in our town that has a, has a podcast and he started 10 years ago. And I think he's, he's averaged about 50, 50 a year and you know, over 10 crazy. years. And now he has you know, 70,000 subscribers on, on YouTube. Crazy. But he couldn't get to that without doing it every, consistency. every week. And I think it's a, you know, it's a metaphor for other areas of, of, of life. It is, this, it, it is the consistent application of of habits and actually and the, and the destructive side of our life is also the consistent application yeah. of, of negative habits uh, do you agree with that no i agree with that a thousand percent because it's easy to fall into negative habits like you can like for example if you if you spend the most weekends not doing nothing and you do that for let's say two months your body is accustomed to not doing anything on the weekends yeah. when you try to adopt a new habit your mind and body is going to create excuses for you not to do it because you're in that habitual habit versus so now i'm in a stage of my life where it's like whatever i'm doing i have to be consistent otherwise there's no point of me doing it if i'm gonna um half-ass it there's no point of me doing it so when i my when i first started this podcast i said okay you have to be consistent because if you're gonna create traction and get your name out there get your brand out there you have to be consistent so you have to post episodes every sunday um Cause then you have, cause it's like, it's like, it's like your favorite show, right? If you have your show, favorite show comes on every, every week, you, you're expecting that too, right? You're looking forward to it. And now I have people who are looking forward to my episodes. So now I can't let those people down now. Cause I built this amazing audience with, with a bunch of amazing people. And so now it's just, however this, I, I don't know what this is going to take me, but I have to be consistent. And if it's, if, if I'm at like, 3,000 podcast episodes of one day, then we just had 3,000 podcast episodes and that's just what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. And I think that 
one of the most powerful things that any of us can do in our life is to express ourselves and you know many many of us have had our you know kind of throat chakras shut down from mm -hmm. like you mentioned it from your childhood uh mm -hmm. I mean, when i was at school i used to say shut up shut up harvey shut up all the time so oh, okay okay so my voice is not worth anything right um, that's what they would say that's that's how probably i internalized it as a child or, yeah. and, and so forth so when you're doing a podcast just you're getting out there and you're you you're taking what's inside and bringing mm -hmm. it bringing it outside and I, I think that's that's a powerful experience and it how so just can you speak to that how how yeah. do you feel it's transformed you like yeah. on the inside kind of by having all these guests on and doing all these shows it so it's it's a, it's a wonderful uh, like for example it's people okay you follow people on twitter right you don't know that much about them you know you only know yeah. you can only go about what they tweet right so when you have these people on the show you actually get to know them as a person and i think that's one of the the, the most amazing things about it is you build friendships right um and that you i wouldn't have had that opportunity if it wasn't for my podcast and it's people who need to hear this information and i feel like it's my 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 duty to give back information like the ones who i listened to gave to me um and it's just it's it's, it's just a it's, it's a it's a cool experience like when you see people commenting that you know this is the highlight of their of their week i had somebody comment a couple of think it was last month that they were starting to run to my podcast and i was like what like you don't think you're making an impact like you see the numbers of who's listening every week or you know every month but you 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 don't know to what impact right so when i hear that or i see that it just makes me remember why i started this podcast so it brings everything back full circle but um i don't know this journey is amazing i love podcasting it allowed me to because i'm always I've, I've always been vocal but you talk with your friends right you talk with like-minded people you can only tweet so much but my podcast allows me to express myself oh and what also what it taught me was as well is to not judge others opinions because we all have you know free will so whatever you think is going to be true because that's what your reality is shaping so it, it helped me and taught me to listen to others and just listen to learn when i have guests on if they'll say, oh, you've been, you you know, oh, I'm sorry, I've been talking for like 15 minutes. I'm like, that you were supposed to talk for 15 minutes. We were supposed to, you know, listen to you and I'm supposed to learn something from this. So, you know, don't do that. So um, it just allowed me to just, just listen and, 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 okay, you're a messenger. I, I had you on the show for a reason. You're, you're a messenger. So whoever's listening to this, you know, is, is a reason for it. So it taught me, it taught me some, some life skills too. Taught me some life skills. I don't have to argue with you. We don't have to agree, but whoever's supposed to understand your message, because you can say something that might resonate, you might word it differently than me, and it, it helps somebody versus how I phrased it. So it just it's it's cool. It's 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 a really um it's a really cool experience. I like what you said about the connections and developing the friendships. I mean, this is what I think this is probably the third collaboration that you and I have done, and I've yeah, deeper yeah. connection with you because we've done this collaboration and. Uh, I did some shows, uh, 
soul family chat that i was doing it's not just a podcast sometimes i did sort of more like a sacred circle and people yeah come i remember that and chat. Um, and, and the people i had on those those events in the early days it was a few years ago really uh, created a deep bond with those people just having them on and so yeah. absolutely i agree with uh, what you're saying there uh tell me maybe this is a hard question no it's not, no, it's not no. a fair question but is there one guest that like wow that kind of that really blew your mind or is there only one that comes to mind uh okay no it's it's one that's no I mean, it's, two, not fair to, it's not fair to the other 79 that have been on the show because i'm sure they're all awesome but uh it's two episodes i will say so one episode was with um a phenomenal author and speaker named gordana Birnat. um Bernat. sorry if i mispronounced your name gordana yeah um, she, I know, she, yeah i know of her yeah that was that was really the highlight of my um my experience so far um if if, if anyone doesn't know her she's one of oprah's um super soul teachers um amazing amazing so uh I, just an amazing and lovely person i had reached out on in, in anyone who's in podcast or just want to be in podcast honestly what i do i just reach out to people and you, you either going to ignore me or say no or just you know just it is what it is um but i reached out to her and um and she agreed but we couldn't do it for like half the year yeah. and then we ended up she reached out to me uh via email and you know saying we can you know schedule a time and when we did the episode i was like whoa like this is one of like the coolest episode because it was, it was kind of like the not kind of like i'm when i made it moment but it was just a testimony to your hard work if i didn't have x amount of episodes out would she have been interested if I only had like two or three, but when you see the track, when you see the catalog of episodes, it shows your hard work and consistency. Um, so that episode was definitely one of my favorites. And then a, uh, another one with inner practitioner, um, because he, the way he just, he breaks down emotions and just, just your energy period is one of the two episodes that, because I don't, I don't like listening to my voice sometimes. So those are only two episodes I can go back and listen to and not cringe <laughs> about whatever I'm saying. Because <laughs> I still find messages in those in those uh, episodes. So it's, it's, it's definitely helpful for me. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's, that, that's amazing. Uh, uh, when is the, when do you think you'll have the book ready? So, okay, I'm taking, um, taking half a month off. So this is my last week of work. Uh, this upcoming week so i'm taking the last month or last half of the month off um uh, microdose on some shrooms and just you know rock this thing out so i'm not putting a timeline on myself but it's definitely will it definitely will be out in its full form sometime in january so um i'm just putting my head down because to be honest with you guy i took a break from this book because it was I, had, I couldn't face myself mm -hmm. to be honest with you I'm very vulnerable, very raw in this book. Um, I tell my story and I tell the ugly. I share a lot of the ugly because it's one thing I've noticed. People always highlight the best parts, right? But they never highlight the negative parts, like the the origin of it all. And people wanna, people don't wanna always hear about the the love and light. They wanna they wanna know the the nitty gritty and how you mentally and overcame it and what you did to overcome it. Because a lot of people are going through similar things. Um, so yeah, my focus is to put my head down, work on this book. Um, I'm a perfectionist. So I want to make sure everything is 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 um, 
spe- uh, squeaky clean um, and get this thing out next month. And let's just let's just change the world. Yeah, you mentioned uh, you know, the, the gritty stuff. Is, is there experience that you could talk about, like something very difficult that you overcame? Thousand percent. So I didn't have the best relationship with my mom at all. I was very resentful of her for the longest time as a child. So when my dad transitioned, um, I use the word transition because we don't die. Our soul just, you know, goes back to where we came from. So when he transitioned, really tough place, man. You don't have your, you don't have a father figure. So your mom is picking up a lot of slack. So I didn't have the proper environment and resources to heal. So you suppress everything, right? And then you just lash out on everybody. So you nitpicking about every little thing that she does, but coming full circle, I realized she did the freaking best she could. And I freaking love that woman. Like I couldn't imagine you raising two kids by yourself. You're depressed yourself. And you putting on a strong face so that we don't see that. That is love and that's power and that's courage. And I freaking love that woman. Um, but before, I was in her. Um, and so uh, one specific, one situation in particular, we was in um we, we bounced between um, shelters and hotels for a good year, year or two, I would say. Um, in one instance, she had a friend, um, um, not a like boyfriend, it's like a um, fake lady friend, if you will, that just wasn't good for her. Um, and the lady friend, she, she had, she abused me one time and I went to my mom crying, like, you know, what are you going to do? And she didn't do anything. So when I was doing some inner healing work, I realized that was the pinpoint that made me resent her. Cause I'm like, you didn't protect me. So I could, I could go without talking to my mom for half a year and year and wouldn't, wouldn't bat an eye kind of thing. Um, and a lot of my present day relationships or just how I approach things stem from my mom so healing that relationship has helped me heal with her and now she I I love that lady I love just catching up with her and just chatting and she's funny as hell and just guys if 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 you're if you're resentful towards a parent or whatever you have to look at it from their their perspective right what were they going through at that time right they are only our parents only know from what their parents taught taught them right so my mom she wasn't emotionally available because her mom wasn't emotionally available so she wasn't gonna be emotionally available for me right so now that i just now that i oh shoot i have a cat and so my cat you from here noise she's just doing cat stuff um but if if it wasn't for me knowing that um, I wouldn't be here where I am today. So forgive, forgive whoever hurt you. And, um, just understand their, understand the root of their program. Everything is programming. And once you understand that programming, you don't take things serious anymore. You don't take it personal because you understand it. You can see their inner child. And then in that turn, you can help them just having these conversations of just being aware. So it's powerful stuff, man. This is ugly. Don't get me wrong, guy, but this is, is, is some powerful stuff. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear you talk about that, that, that our parents, that they've been under programming. And we, we were talking earlier about conspiracy theory. And I mean, mm-hmm. most of us now have a certain level of awakening. 
we have a pretty good idea of the collective oppression and abuse that the whole matrix system is putting on human beings. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, in fact, the whole matrix, matrix is an abusive, it's an abusive system from it's designed from, that way from the day you're from the day you're born the conditioning and programming and what i i, I listen to people on twitter and social media and so mm -hmm. forth and they're attacking the boomers and this and that and, and all that that's just another freaking psyop you know just yeah putting the young against the old and another and division vice, tactic vice versa is i mean i mean do they have any idea what you know what it's what it's like to go through a full arc of life under that kind of pressure that, that the exactly. matrix has designed to control exactly. and abuse you and uh yeah and I, mean, I mean yeah i'm just glad that you you brought attention to uh to that i mean this intergenerational thing i mean i think it will it will it will heal but i think it is a psyop and it's i think it's been deliberately done i mean the families have been destroyed families have been destroyed and um they don't want you know the they or whatever to call it they don't want them they don't want the parents to raise the kids they want to raise the kids through the social media and the networks and the hollywood and the programming and because once once they get the parents out of the way <laughs> they can, they Easily can mold, programmable. Yeah, they can program Easily the kids the way they where they want. One thing I've noticed too, um, so we all you're you're here for a reason, you're here for a purpose. Me and my mom, you know, in a soul level, we agreed to come here. We agreed to have this relationship for her to whatever lessons I'm supposed to learn or help me grow and expand, and vice versa. We decided to come here and experience that my two cats we had a con contract to come here and i was supposed to get my my first cat randomly and that's just my that's my little baby um but once once you understand you know triggers and things that challenge you are meant to to help you expand the question is what am i supposed to learn from this so when you instead of doing woe is me why is this happening to me well, there's no coincidences. We both know if you 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 run across somebody you haven't spoken with in four years, it's no coincidence that you guys linked up, right? You're supposed to link back up at that time for whatever reason, right? It's the same thing with these people. Uh, same thing with the people in your life. It's just what am I supposed to learn from this? What can I take from this? Because if you look at it like this. An old chapter is dying so a new chapter can begin. If this didn't happen to this magnitude, you wouldn't have that newfound awareness and you wouldn't be the person you are moving forward. So you needed that contrast, I call it contrast, to show you what your new reality is going to look like. So ex express gratitude and then empower yourself to move forward as the, as the creator. Yes, yeah, everything leads to the next thing. And uh, without one particular experience, we couldn't have gotten to the next one. Mm -hmm. And some, and there's that cycle of life, destructive and creative. And we don't get to experience the creative expansion without without the destruction. Exactly, because the, the but we like but, excuse me, we just like to mm -hmm. we prefer to say, oh yeah, we love the expansive part. We don't like the destructive part, but you, they're both equal. You need both. Like for example, you. 
you lose your wallet, you're gonna be pissed, right? Let's 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 be honest, you're gonna be pissed. But what did you learn? What did you learn from experience? What happened after that experience? So it's just like you have to. Um, it makes life more enjoyable because you don't take crap serious. Like view life in the eyes of a child, which means just with curiosity, carefree and just lightness and when you can approach life like that you can yeah you go be pissed off i get pissed off about stuff but then you know how to navigate and pivot because you have to bring yourself back am i going to allow this vibration to carry on throughout the day if i allow this vibration to carry on throughout the day more things are going to manifest in my reality to you know mirror that vibration or it happened i was supposed to slow down that's probably why this happened to me it made me look at the stars and realize, wow, is that the alien spaceship actually up there? I don't know. But if it wasn't for that moment, it wouldn't have happened. So I, I, I live my life that way because life's too short, man. And we came here to, to have fun and, and, and create our best reality. And no, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I live a very optimistic life. So that's just always been my default before, even before I had my spiritual awakening. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I had an interesting experience yesterday. Uh, I went. I wanted to go and do some shopping at a a particular store. It's out in the countryside. It's kind of in deep rural Ireland. It's uh, run by Mennonites. It's called the Dutchman Store. It's a very interesting store, and I wanted to get some extra supplies there. Plus, it's a beautiful drive out in the country there. And I've only been there a few times, but I was driving along, and I said, "Wow!" And I only had. I had to get there before it closed at five o'clock mm -hmm. and uh, all of a sudden I noticed wow I'm just driving on this plain straight road and I I think I've passed the town and then I, I saw the county land the next county and I said oh yeah I, I've missed it mm -hmm. there was this it was one of the most amazing sunsets that I've ever seen in Iowa and I was on it was sort of it was almost like just like a flat plain and uh, it was just the whole sky. I mean, they say in Iowa, the, the best scenery is in, in, in the sky. Mm -hmm. And, you know, first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to make it to the store. I'm not going to have, by the time I turn around, it's going to be closed. Yeah. Oh, but oh, this is, this is why I overshot because I was, it was just where I was, the vista and everything was perfect for this amazing, amazing sunset. And then, and then You're I turned to see that sunset. Yeah. Then I turned around and I kind of uh, floored it a bit and, I got to the store like 10 minutes before it closed and, and it was like 15 minutes after by the time I checked out and then it started flashing the lights. So it got all done, but it was just, you know, and I was really, really, really wanted to go to that store. It's really important yeah. to me, but, but they gave me the, the universe gave me the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> so you never you know, need, you never know, you, like, know. you never know. It, I guess that was kind of slow down in a sense and look at this beautiful thing and then, okay, you can still go to the store. You just yeah. had a little pause moment. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, there's this experience people have sometimes like they're looking for a particular restaurant and they get lost and they end up mm -hmm. down, down a side street. And then, You were supposed to. You were supposed yeah. to go down that down that path. And you find a better one. <laughs> exactly, you found a better one. Because because that's, that's, that's the thing with life. You think that we have an idea of how we want things to go, but what actually happens for us was even 10 times better than what we have vision for ourselves so the key my key thing has been just been surrender just just if something happens it was supposed to happen surrender now i'm now excited to see what why it happened this way now so it's kind of like a little game you play with yourself like ooh, what what am i supposed to happen now 
Yes, yes, because the the inner guidance is so much deeper than what the mind is interpreting at the mind mm-hmm. the mind level, what the mind thinks it uh, thinks it wants. And uh, exactly, yeah, I have a friend that um, her husband just passed away, and she was kind of asking oh. me why they had such a great relationship and had all these plans, and she just moved over to uh, Europe to be with him. Oh and um it's a really yeah, it's a really it's a really it's a really difficult one yes yeah, tough yeah because I mean, some some things you some things you can't what you say you can't what you say with. to someone like in that situation yeah you can't i don't know situations like those you, you it's a tough one honestly you can't can't always give spiritual info in those moments like people don't want to hear that like maybe yeah. his contract was up like you yeah. people don't want to hear that like you just have to so be a human in that moment and just be there for them and that's just the best thing you can do at that time yeah i mean i think that's i think that's what i would say it's just some things are not comprehensible but yeah but yeah because you mentioned context and things like that i mean the certain experiences are only destined for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. maybe we graduate from those experiences and yep um all these other experiences are kind of relative on the relative expression of life and but it's uh it, it, it's a tough one and for me it's i mean the older one. i get the more experience i've been through so i've been through more of the arc of life like this mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like ebbs and flow of life yeah i think for young people like this current period i think it's mm-hmm. Think it's harder in a way than older people because they're looking at their whole life in front of them mm-hmm. and there's some really scary shit going on in the news yeah <laughs> and they're thinking well what have i what what do i have to look forward to mm-hmm. i'm kind of like i've had some really amazing experiences and i'd like to be here for a lot longer mm-hmm. however i've had my experiences so um how do you feel about that? I mean, you're, you said you're optimistic. I mean, mm-hmm. you're in the you know, mid phase of your life and, um, or early, you know, you, I'm, I'm, I'll be 30 next year. So I'm at the, uh, kind of like the, the prime of my years, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So you're before the mid you're, you're, yeah. but you're kind of at the tail end of your youth, right? You, yeah. You're it's, into it's, mid midlife. Um, it, yeah. it's scary, bit scary, but exciting. Um, no, I don't know, because I don't watch the news, as you know, but I'm aware of what's going on. Um, it's, I, I look, it's, it's one, the news can tell you that it's dangerous outside, right? But if I look outside, I see a kid playing with the ball, laughing with the parents. So in my reality, the world isn't a scary place. But so someone who's adopting that program in the world will, will be a scary place. So I'm just very mindful of, you know, what I'm taken in but i'm also not naive too um especially with 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 what's going on but i just choose to think right now that all of these things are happening to awaken the collective and when i keep that mindset you just look at everything as a stage as a play as consciousness you're neither good or bad you're just the neutral point because these labels 
who's to say what's good is good and what's bad is bad is all perspective, right? So those politicians or the evil mainstream media puppets, their consciousness as well, playing their role to help you expand. If it wasn't for somebody saying some outlandish things, you wouldn't have questioned or batted a high or say, hmm, something doesn't make sense. So I hold on to that um, idea when I catch myself slipping into the matrix a bit because I pull myself back out and I just look at life like that right now. Um, and then I know I came here to assist the collective during this transition and awakening. Um, and so we just go ride this wave and keep living our best life. Yeah, it's interesting uh, what you're saying, that they play a role. And you know, I've heard, for example, it's like the harder the system pushes, the faster the people exactly. uh, wake up. So it's kind of, it's kind of intuitive. Um, I guess it's sad in a way that it has to get more intense for, for, for people to wake up. I mean, you think by now there's enough out there for people uh, to wake up but I do notice I do notice it comes in waves like the um, like for example they just announced the new scariant you know the the scariant <laughs> and the, the moron I think it's the moronic isn't it it's it's, it's an anagram it's, it's the I'm not even going to I don't like to use the names that yeah the system is using because they because they have programming them uh, but I noticed the number of people are just saying, no, it's just, we're just not buying they, this anymore. We're just not they, buying it. They just talked, they just talked about the last one. I could have sworn a couple months ago now. And then you have to, you have to question, like, how did you even test for this? Right. How did you even know how to test for this? And how do you know the name of it? Um, you, the, our first podcast episode together, you were talking about, there's going to be, three lockdowns and that third one was gonna and i told you this on, the, on our on our last episode too that the third one was gonna be like the the oh we, we're being played right now kind of thing yeah. and so they're talking about uh um the current one now and people just not falling for it anymore they've they did too much to where they miscalculated people's intelligence and now it's starting to backfire yeah i think it will be it will be pushed back in 20 uh 2022 mm -hmm. uh, probably in a big uh probably in a big way yeah because it's like this it they said two weeks two weeks turned to two years i i've been living my best life before two years so i'm not afraid of anything at this point as other people have been living their life too um so they're like it's the extreme measures of what is going through isn't warranted so that's what's tripping everybody up but I'm just in a, in a rebellious stage now, guy. Like, out here, you can't shop or go in places without a mask. I just go in and I just smile at everybody. And I'll say, you guys can do the same thing, too. You don't have to comply to anything. There's not a law. You know, you're choosing to wear this. So you're choosing to yes. be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this is it. The, yeah, this is it. it, it um, almost all of it is voluntary compliance. That's all it is, man. In well, fact, and, then, and when it gets to the point of, let's say it gets to the point where it's not voluntary compliance, well, it gets a very extreme, like, okay, you go to prison if you don't 
take this mm -hmm. medical treatment or and then then when you get to prison they just strap you down and they give you this thing right. but but you might say well hey that's not that's not voluntary but all the steps that led to all that before that were voluntary the fact that they were able to get to the point exactly where they could enforce this is because everybody voluntarily complied to complied to all the in-between in between steps uh, it's, it's like it's like uh let, let's say you know mandates to be medicalized for to work in a company what what are they trying to say in the u.s uh, over 100 mm -hmm. employees i know it's going through the courts and everything but it's just like if everybody just said no they just couldn't do it but a they certain can't. number of people people say well i can't quit my job but if everybody just said everybody says i'm quitting my job then it's over and so it's, it's, it is it oh. is all it's it is voluntary when it comes down to it but like your example about the um you know about the shops uh, we have a nice farmer's market here and it's indoors now because it's gotten mm -hmm. colder here in the mid midwest and I hadn't been to the indoor market since it opened indoors. Mm -hmm. And I went by the other day and saw this sign said masks required. And I thought, oh, I want to get my veggies. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a mask with me. I mean, I, I have one. I can't remember when I last used it. But... Yeah. So I looked in and everybody, it's like in a basement of a church, everybody had a mask on 100%, all the vendors. Yep. That. I said, fuck it, I'm going in. He's going again, yeah, yeah. I'm going in, and I was a little self-conscious. You um, do, because you feel like they're yeah, judging. Yeah, I was a little self-conscious, and I walked through. So, and I was also conscious to be, um, you know, expedient with my time. Looked yeah. around, kind of looked at the stall that had the stuff I want, nailed it, went over there, uh, got the stuff. And then a couple of people came up to me and I thought, uh oh. And I just said, they, just, they just said hi. And I'm looking at yeah. them with a mask on, like, excuse me, who are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. And then I just, then I just walked out and I shared it with some friends. And they said, they said, oh, yeah. I mean, these are my, these are like my wake friends. And then they yeah. Said, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we wore a mask because oh, everybody knows, like, oh, when I'm out of town, I don't do it, but here everybody knows me and this and that. And I said, yeah, you're, you're giving in in, in, in a you're way. You're giving in. Yeah, so anyway, so one of my friends went the next week, she didn't wear a mask, and and somebody somebody came, uh, came up to her and said, oh, you need you need to have your mask. And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm done here. I'm just leaving. You know, it's just, it's just, so just anybody that, like, when you go in to the store in the UK there and you don't wear your mask, mm -hmm. you're modeling it for somebody else. You're giving, That's you're it. empowering somebody else. You're saying, they're saying, That's hey, exactly it. he can do it. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I could do it. And you're um, giving, you're giving them the courage to, to just say no. You, all you need is good. You just need that one person. You see that one person in the store who isn't doing it. It's like, well, I see that person walking around and they're not getting in trouble. Cause it's one of two things. You don't want to get in trouble. And you don't want to be judged, right? Because right. at our core, we want to be liked and we want to be, yeah. you know, accepted. So that's why that's why people give in to wearing it. But if you see somebody, and you even see people with it underneath the nose, I'm like, look, just take the whole thing off at this rate. Like, you know, just take it off. But like you said, you it gives people the courage to say, hey, I don't, I'm not gonna wear this. So I haven't. Last time I wore a mask was when I was on a plane. So and I don't plan on wearing it ever again unless I have to on a plane. But that's only. Well, yeah, I'll wear that thing. I hate that. I hate that diaper mask. It doesn't do anything. 
I hate that thing with passion. Uh, well, I mentioned you're in the UK. Uh, yes. I'm from the UK. I'm, I'm English and you're American mm -hmm. and you're in the UK. And when I introduced you, uh, I mentioned that you, uh, you love to travel, mm -hmm. travel the world. Uh, what's it like being in the UK? Uh, okay, here's a question for you about the UK. Is okay. there something that you like in the UK that you think Americans could learn from? Uh, yes. Politeness one. Um, like, for example, you know, like, okay, in America, if you let somebody go through, they don't say thank you. You probably get an evil look or, you know, something. But even if you let somebody pass, they always put the hand up in the car just to yeah say thank you or i even catch myself in a grocery store like if somebody is before me walking i'll stop and you know let them go so just that's just like politeness and just that's that's the number one thing i would say i hope i'm using correct politeness or just mm -hmm. uh yeah just politeness all around that's something american americans definitely need um and culture i've noticed everyone so, for example, in Chicago, you have your seg segregated areas. So you have like your, you know, your black areas, Chinese, Mexican, blah, blah, blah. But in here, everybody's just co-mingling. And I think that's just so cool. It's like a diverse culture all existing at once. So I wish I could experience that in, in America. Um, and just the culture. The culture, um, I personally like it. Um, being close to nature, just being by the sea is, is freaking amazing. Um, I just encourage anybody, if you could spend just time away out your own country, just please do it. It shapes your perspective on everything. It's, it's honestly amazing. One thing I will say, though, last time I, when I left, when I came back, I realized the city has a lot of noise. My anxiety was like ringing through the roof when I came back the last time because um, there was so much noise and I was just getting it was terrible um, so I do appreciate the quietness and the less light pollutions and stuff like that so I think that's something America definitely needs to definitely needs to adopt well I mean I've, I've when I grew up in England I lived mainly in the countryside but I have lived, in, I have lived in, in London as, as well countryside is of, amazing yeah English countryside it's a little bit it, English countryside is uh, is a different way there's there's less sort of wild areas in england but the countryside is molded isn't it it's just like yep. hundreds of years of farming and um and you appreciate cottages it and stone walls and, yep yeah yeah and it's cool it's cool you wouldn't you wouldn't have seen that anywhere even though even when i was um in cornwall for example you just see all these old stone houses and it's just like i feel like you went back in time and everything is just slow and it's beautiful. It's, I love the countryside out here. It's just freaking beautiful. Okay, now let's flip it. What What do you think? Uh, what do you think people in the UK could learn from America? What things do you like in America uh, that you don't have in the UK? Uh, Americans have okay. I will say Americans have more. I say backbone. They're they're not afraid to speak their minds or just do it. They have like a more uh not an animal mentality like a rebellious mentality sometimes if something don't make sense then it's not going to do it um 
and I wish that people I feel like out here you don't want to be judged so you kind of comply um instead of just like going against the grain so that's one thing I've noticed just have more of a fuck it mentality because like you mentioned earlier we are the numbers so if we say enough is enough enough is enough at the end of the day yeah yeah i, I remember when i first came to america I mean, i was first in canada and uh, mm -hmm. in, in the u.s but there's the one phrase for me um that that really kind of uh showed me what america was about and it was like go for it <laughs> So we, didn't, we didn't have that expression when I was going up and it was like go for it you'd say mm -hmm. well I want to uh, hitchhike around the world and it go for it <laughs> I want to start a business go for it just do it man just and then do in it. England it's like I want to do this and they go you know um and they come up with like a 20 reasons why you, why, yep. you, why you couldn't do it and I've been back and forth so um I grew up in the UK and then I went mm -hmm. to I went to university in Canada when I was 19 and then I was in North America and I'd go back and forth for quite a few years see my family and, mm -hmm. and then I was more in then I was in the US and then I went back in um, in the late 1990s to work in uh, in the UK and I remember being in a meeting and putting forward some idea and I just sort of yeah. come from North America and I just like the negativity I was going I'm going like god you guys uh it's like inertia yeah. you know the uh, uh inertia but it, it 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 it's an old older cultures I've heard sometimes older cultures there's there's all there's a positive thing about the tradition and there's also mm -hmm. a heaviness about it that mm -hmm. that can slow things down I think I remember uh, I mean, things have changed a little bit now, but I remember I lived in Quebec in Canada and there was a, there was a French woman that I met there and she was doing some research, like in the, uh, in, I think she was in Paris and she wanted some document from the library. And she had to sort of write these letters to Michel, the director, and <laughs> you'd wait six months to get a reply. And it was just, Jeez. and it was just all this formality and red tape. And, and I mean, I think technology is, speeded things up in the older countries like Europe Agreed. but it's still slower than here there's, mm -hmm. there's like a uh yeah there's like a fluidity in America things you can do fast like if yeah. you want to start, start a business you just have a few hundred bucks and you yeah. go you go on and order a new computer and it's shipped to you in 24 hours get internet connected and yep. uh, um uh, so I really I really noticed that even actually uh, the U.S. is more fluid than than Canada. Canada has a little bit of a um, little bit of North American culture, okay. a little bit of it has a lot of British influence and older. But uh, we all just got to take different different tips and tips and from from each other. But yeah, I, I if I went back to the U.K. now, I'd probably be rude. People would probably think I'm rude <laughs> because because I forgot. You know, I found myself like, oh God, I didn't say thank you the other day. It's like. Because like with my son, sometimes if he doesn't say please and thank you all the time. It really yeah. annoys me because when I grew up, if you, you know, if you didn't say That's please you, and thank you. Yeah. But it's just, I guess it's just a reminder. It's just because, I mean, I've always been just thank you or just, you know, soft-spoken, but it's ramped up a lot more where it's just like, 
I guess manners, if you will. Because so I yeah. grew up with I, my grandmother always had instilled that in me, but you know, kind of intensified since I got out here. It's just little, little little stuff, just just showing kindness. I guess that's just really the the. And sometimes people's reactions too it throws you off because they're just like shocked that you, you know, did something like it's like, oh, thank you. And it's like, oh, just be nice. Have a great day. <laughs> Yeah, I send thank you cards to people here and they're like, oh my God, that was so like amazing. <laughs> See, it's just a, a thoughtful act and it's the little things, man. It's the little things. Yeah, yeah, um, that's great. Uh, it's, uh, are there any other travels you that uh, that have had a big impression on you or other places that you yeah, really I went to going to? I went to Colorado twice this year, um, hiked in the mountains and uh, camped down the mountains. That was freaking amazing. Uh, that's been a highlight of my life and year for sure. Um, being off the grid, no phone, uh, microdosing on shrooms and just, you know, seeing, seeing spaceships in the sky and just the mountains. And it was just, that's been a huge, huge part of my uh, year too. So I'm grateful for that. Um, I do want to travel more. Not sure, not sure where, but kind of just just going where life takes me at this point and we'll see we'll see what happens wow that's amazing you did the um the camping in the camping in the mountains so cool so cool one of one, one of my best experiences that was so cool so can you tell me about the microdosing thing just because you, yeah. you mentioned it a couple of times i and love shrooms. so like i'm from a different generation and look i had my fun in back in the day mm -hmm. when I was born in 1960, late 70s. And so I had my fun and uh, different experimentations. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna say anything here public for the US government to listen you. to what I've done, yeah. not done. But yeah. yeah, I had my fun. So, but then I kind of learned transcendental meditation and then I'm like, oh, I'm about clean, keeping my nervous system clean. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't, you know, I haven't, partaken in any you know fun since then yeah um so i know i mean i see it on twitter and stuff and so i have an idea what it is but can you talk to about yeah <laughs> explain to so, me explain to uh, the older guy any, a little bit what this is if anyone doesn't know what shrooms are they're just psychedelics right this plant medicine has been around since the beginning of time um when i just came across it in college um and then when i did it in a quantity, the first time I experienced was the concept of no time. So, you know, time is an illusion, right? But in that state, you were the creator in the infinite now moment. So I had an idea of like, wow, this is why we created this experience because I will be bored personally in that non-time just existing because there's nothing to do. You're not, you're not doing anything. So now I see why we created this this reality but the older i get i don't do it much it's maybe once a, once a year have i done it this year? i've done it once this year so yeah this will be my second time um but it's a medicine it's just um i go in it with a purpose i'm not doing it just to sit on the couch and just recutting just oh i'm the universe like um i mean you can do that too but going it with an intention like for example uh, myself and Chelsea, we had um, did it two years ago. And one of my intentions was just to tap into my inner child 
and you know just help myself heal in certain aspects so and then certain experiences happening when my heart was feeling heavy and then I'm crying I'm releasing etc etc um and what I meant by the word microdose, so you can take a good quantity and you just sitting there tripping and you seeing different veils and you know different realities and stuff like that um but for me when I say microdose I take like a like a small bit and I'll make some tea not a sip the tea and you know eat the eat the mushrooms and then whatever my intention is which in this case would be you know working on my book whatever I'm channeling or whatever messages need to come out or what I need to realize by myself during this process writing a book will come out um but whatever you whenever if you if anyone is is thinking about microdose but you know taking shrooms for the first time to do your research is honestly beautiful um just make sure you're in the right environment make sure you're around positive people if you do want to do it around positive people um and just have have a purpose for it just don't do it just to do it do it for for a reason because it, it it taps you in into yourself but things also come out that you've been suppressing too so you can't hide from yourself from forever that some stuff will pop up that you was not expecting to, to face about yourself. I'm a big shroom um, lover. So um, probably will stop after a while, but I don't do it just to do it. I do it um, with an intent. So after I work on this book, probably won't do it for a while to be honest. I don't, I don't have a purpose of, with, with tripping at this point in my life. Wow. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's, very, that's very interesting. <laughs> I've done done a lot of things in my life, but shrooms, shrooms is my uh, definitely my go-to. Well, when I was in Jamaica, uh, when I was young, uh, there was a, like a little 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 hut you would go to, and yeah, uh, she'd have tea. You know, <laughs> you just have a tea, and then you take the mm -hmm. tea, and uh, things would change. <laughs> that was that was that magic tea. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> that was that magic tea. But that was great. It was beautiful. You know, the palm trees and the ocean and everything like that. Like, like the environment being uh, nature. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I have heard from friends that you know, use various plant medicines, like ayahuasca mm -hmm. and things like that. I, I have heard people have had you know good experiences in helping them heal addictions and really mm -hmm. kind, of chronic, kind of chronic psycho psychological uh, however i would say that there's also uh, i know in the town i live uh, i know there are some young people have had you know very bad bad experiences yeah and, and i would say that well it's probably not just the whatever it was the ayahuasca there were other influences like a negative right. mentor somebody trying to control a person involved and, th and, and, yep. and things like that um but i have seen people sort of wrecked by it as well so um i mean i have an open mind so i'm just kind of curious uh, oh, i was yeah. just curious and i think like what what you said about being knowledgeable and um you know and having the proper guidance and so uh, so forth i'm not i'm not particularly attracted to it at this this stage of my mm -hmm. life but for example if i wanted to try ayahuasca i'd rather go to Peru like a shaman like and be, be with somebody that's you know that he's 10th generation exactly. and is really exactly. really experienced and versus just some, doing it by yourself or you some guy like, uh, some guy in new york who thinks he yeah that he's he's the shaman 
<laughs> no, everything, because, I mean, even if you drink, if you're around negative people or a negative environment, you're going to feel that, right? Yeah. And just what's your intention? How was your mindset before you took it, right? It's going to be a huge factor. Um, this is, this is if, if, if anyone's like, just want to do research on this, this is documentary on Netflix. Uh, I think it's like, have a good trip or have a nice trip. It's like a, it's a really good informal. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good informal psychedelic, like doc fun, doc, fun, lighthearted documentary that is, you know, introduced and just talking about it and giving you knowledge, but it's not for everybody. I have people who's like, Whoa, I don't want to do that. I mean, whatever you call it to, to be honest with you, if you, if some people, they're not called to do it, you know, I've, I'm in to a point where I don't really want to do it anymore. So just however you want to do it. But isn't this the secret to everything in life? It's all about self-discernment. It's all about, yep. it's all about checking within. Is this the right yep. thing, the right thing for me? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like the same with food, um, just because this, regime works for somebody does it does, yep. it, uh, does it work for you i know people exactly. have great, great experiences being vegan and there are people that they're like that their doesn't health, work for my body health being vegan and yeah so it's all it, it's personal and yeah and, and it's to each to each and own, it changes right? too i mean i've changed i've done different things with food throughout my life been mainly lacto-vegetarian then being yeah being i'm flexitarian now so Wait, what's a flexitarian? Oh, I, I invented that. It's, I should brand it. I should put a trademark. Yeah, you should. You should. It's flexitarian. <laughs> it means eat whatever you want. No, that's, means, that's where I'm at right now. It means just, yeah, just eat what feels right, right to exactly. me. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mainly only buy plant-based food that I eat at home, okay. but then... I do go out and have some tasty Thai chicken sometimes. And, uh, um, Are you a curry guy? Um, it, like yeah. Curry? Pardon? Do you like curry? Are you a curry oh, yeah. guy? Indian oh, curry you, you, well, you're in curry land, aren't you? You're in curry I'm, land. I'm living you're my in best heaven, life right now. <laughs> you're in heaven. I love me some onion bhajis, man. I love me some onion bhajis. Yeah. A friend of, uh, of mine is hosting somebody from London at the moment. And... Uh, they said, uh, oh, yeah, he loves, he loves curry. I said, yeah, don't, don't take him for curry. <laughs> just, but yeah, I was, yeah, I was talking to a friend the other day and she's a cook and she said, yeah, it's like nobody, nobody cooks Indian food in England. Cause why would you just, you can just order it. You just order it. Mm. <laughs> it's, really, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And it's cheap too. It's yeah, a, it's a know, it's place in brilliant. Chicago. Um, you don't have, I think, I think it's only like two or three places in Chicago when I was looking for curry places, but it's expensive, man. Like out here, I can get a decent, if it was just me eating, I can get a curry meal for like 10 pounds. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Great. But that, Chicago. Uh, it's Devon Street, right? In Chicago. Or yeah, it? yeah. That the, the South Indian and Devon Street in Chicago yep. are, are really good. Yeah, yep, yep, um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, a friend of mine passed away um, last, uh, well, just earlier this year. And, oh, man. Uh, he I used to visit him in Chicago. It's kind of a getaway weekend for me, and um, we used to go out. We used to go out boating on the lake, and we were out boating all, oh, so all cool. for hours. And we came back, and we'd hardly eaten. We were famished, and we, we went to Devon Street and had like we we over ordered, you know, just you know, you order like about seven different dishes, and uh, it's got to be done. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so that is good. But England, England is is the bomb for. Um, 
uh, for Curry. I'm jealous. <laughs> hey, I've I've I had to slow down on the roast dinner. I will say, last time I was out here, I put on so much weight. So came back to Chicago, dropped all that weight, started lifting heavily, um, and then this time when I came back, I'm I'll stick to like or one roast one roast meal a, a month. I can't at that rate. I'm I'm gonna get fat as hell at this rate. Yeah. You mentioned lifting and mm -hmm. I follow you on Twitter and I know you talk about a lot about your workouts and lifting. Mm -hmm. um, how, is, how is that working for you? How's that changing your life? It's same concept with, so with, with any, even if it's not lifting, let's say you're working out and you're losing weight, you're being shown on a physical level that you can't deny. If I do this consistently, I will see results. So if you take that same mindset and apply it with anything, it's going to be the same thing. So it taught me mental discipline. Um, it taught me that you do something consistent enough, there will be a result. And also it's therapeutic, to be honest with you. We have so much stagnant energy in us. And if you're not active, the energy is you know trapped inside and you know, that's how depression can, you know, pop up again for you. And it's just therapeutic for me, honestly, guy. Like I love lifting. It's a, it's a release for me. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's another something else I'm trying to obtain. So now I want just like peak physical health. Like I just want to be that buff chisel guy now and going into my thirties, if I'm being honest. So um i've been just like i'm consistent with podcasts i lift three times a week i've been lifting for like five and a half five and a half months now um and we this a lifestyle now so even i've never missed a day of lifting um and if i do think now you have your mind you have your thought like oh, i don't feel like you went to the gym but it's a non-negotiable you can rest when you're done but you feel so much better about yourself afterwards and, and it's a confidence boost and um i love it man it's it's it's, 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 it's beautiful Absolutely. I mean, anything to do to get in your body. It's so important to get in your body right now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like the energy's coming in, whatever you want to call it, the light frequencies. Yeah. It's just doing something physical uh, to integrate it. Um, Got to. You need I'm your doing, son. Doing, you need your physical I'm doing this thing called Zen swinging at the moment. I do. Did I, you talk about that before? Yeah. Somebody okay. on Twitter. Somebody. Somebody on Twitter shared it, and it's been life changing for me because. Um, Talk about I have some that. certain I have some certain issues with my body. That's, that's, you know, I've been through life. My body's been battered a bit here and there, and uh, you know, some things I can't do. So um, the Zen swinging's been, but uh, but now I can I can do a lot more things since I've been doing the Zen swinging. It's really amazing. You so what it is, so up, it's on YouTube. It's a um, there's a there's a video that's about ten minutes long. Zen swing it, okay. Uh, yeah, and you can look at it. And I'm going to check that out for sure. Because you mentioned really, that before. Yeah. It's a very mm. simple exercise and very inward. It moves, just moves all your spine. And I, I love just, that. And it, it's best in the summer. I go to, the, we have a little reservoir we can swim in here. I go on the beach and put my feet in the sand and do it oh, in front beautiful. of the sun in the morning. Oh, but once beautiful. it got cold, now it's like, uh, uh, you can do five minutes a day, but I'll do 20 minutes and it's like, four or five reggae songs and it really, really works well with, with, with reggae so but that's what you're doing you're moving your body and that's yeah. that's, that's 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 exercise yeah. and 
you're being active. So even stuff like even even if you know somebody's going for a walk or for a run, that's physical exercise. You're yeah. exerting physical energy that's being trapped. So I encourage yeah. anyone, even even if it's just walking around the block, you don't have to like go full commando. But even if you're just walking around the block, you know, once a day, you'll feel so good about yourself afterwards, honestly. Yeah, and you were talking about consistency with the past with the podcast. I'm doing the hundred day Zen swing challenge and the uh, uh, and I skipped my first day. I think I've done about two months and let's uh, go. And there was just just one day I skipped it. And I just okay, you gotta get get it. Then then you go, oh I can skip again. And now you gotta get back on you get back on the, the wagon. The mind guy, like the mind will literally give you a million excuses. Oh, my body's tired. Well, you can't use that excuse when you're going to work. So you got to kind of have that same mentality with, with these things too. Yeah, one I time I, I was doing it like 1 a.m. in the morning because <laughs> just, just, just to get it uh, to get it in there. But you got it done. You got it done. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to ask a closing question. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a very, very expansive uh, question. And it's, uh, Throw it at yeah, me. your message for humanity. What is your message for humanity ah uh, guy okay so okay before i answer that question so i know i asked that to to my um guest so what i'm doing i'm taking um i'm, I'm gonna do this um today i'm gonna start doing it every monday and wednesday now i'm taking those messages i ask people and i'm gonna just like make little clips and post it on tiktok and youtube and just make a little series of that so it's kind of crazy you asked me that question um, so I need to work on that today to get that out. But um, what's my message to humanity during this time? Uh, so we're being asked questions. I'm usually the one that's, that's asking questions. Um, what's my message to humanity during this time? I will say um, de-plug from the media. Um, do what feels right. Um, honor yourself. Um, take your power back. And if it's, if it's one book I would recommend reading that would shape your life forever, it's called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. If you can understand the power of the mind and you will understand how others know of this information and they hijack our minds for us, um, you would take your power back and realize that you're powerful. So that would be my message to humanity during this time. Take your power back. That's my message. Take your power back. Okay, folks, listen to those words. Uh, beautiful, beautiful words. Amazing. Uh, you're a remarkable young man, Richard. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Uh, and I love what you're doing. Uh, you've been an inspiration to, to people and getting yourself out there and expressing, expressing yourself. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where uh, where it all takes you. And same here, I'm grateful for our um, our friendship and that we're able to to do this. And I'm I'm honored to be on on your show. So this is really cool. This is really cool. So thank you for having me on as well. Um, how can people find you if uh, if they yeah. uh, haven't seen you before? I I am on uh, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Just type in Sunday Sessions with Rich. You're gonna see a a bald guy who's meditating in the air with a orange um goku dragon ball z looking jumpsuit on i drop episodes every sunday 
Um, and yeah, like and subscribe. And um, if you want to be on the show, just literally reach out to me and uh, we, we, can, we can make something happen. And on Twitter? Oh, Twitter. I am uh, at, uh, what is, give me one second, because you have to type this in specifically. I am at underscore Mr. Manifest. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Mr. Manifest. Beautiful. Thank you so much, uh, Richard. Real Thanks for pleasure. having me on, guys. This is fun. This is fun. Anytime. You're welcome.